guacamole, guacamole. Ryan's not amused. Hello and welcome to episode two of the Oblivion Song Podcast. This is a show where friends gather and talk all things Oblivion Song, a comic book by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici. We are your hosts, TJ. I'm Ryan. And I'm Bill. And you can email us um, and keep the conversation going at theoblivionsongpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle, TJ? At Oblivion Song. And you can also um, follow us and like us on Facebook. Our Twitter handle is at Oblivion Song? No, it's not. You're stupid, Ryan. You're stupid for asking. No, it's it, what it actually is, because I lied to you, <laughs> <laughs> is at Oblivion Podcast. Okay. All right, so follow us on all those things. So this is episode two. Um, as you guys may know, and unless this is your first time, go back and listen to episode one where we discuss um, the issue. It's a monthly podcast. Um, we are also the Invincible Podcast, so you can go and listen to that podcast if you'd like to as well. Yeah, check us out um, over there. So generally the, the format of the show is we'll talk about any news that has come up. Um, I, for one, don't think there's any news. So there, unless Well, there was the Megabox. So the Megabox came out, and one thing mm-hmm. that was in the Megabox was a variant cover. Say Megabox one more time. Megabox. Megabox. In the Megabox, in the <laughs> Megabox, was uh, a variant cover uh, for issue one. It was the signature variant. So it had Lorenzo De Felici's signature on it. Did it have Kirkman's on there too? uh, It was just a a pink signature in the bottom of the corner. I think it was... uh, It's Lorenzo De Felici's. Yeah, was it? And there was, um, I want to say it was also originally sold or given out or whatever at a convention or something. I forgot what it was, Um, but it was kind of a big deal that it was put in this mega box because otherwise it had been very rare. So that's pretty cool that, you know, people are getting their hands on it that way. Yeah. In other personal news, you got your limited edition statue i did get my statue um as we talked about on uh the first episode that's not a piece of it is it no this is my the piece to a mouse oh oh no this is not a a not a not an animal mouse okay (laughs) but yeah so are you happy with the collector's edition tj oh it's so awesome is it heavy can i feel it it is like really heavy which i think is cool what is it like and the mask comes off Mm -hmm. it does yeah oh sweet his nose is a little thinner than it is in the comic. You think so? Yeah, definitely. Hmm. I mean, maybe I just noticed how how round his nose was in it's this. It's also in, in this 3D issue. and not. That is true. Drawn. Did you have to like assemble it or anything, or does it come oh, as one big piece? It's, um, yours is five oh one out. You're of almost 1, exactly five hundred. That would have been 1, sick. Five oh one. Yeah. Speaking of which, actually, we uh, we talked about. Uh, Ryan, you brought up how he responded to somebody on Twitter and said that more were coming out. I think we misinterpreted what he was saying. So I looked into it more, well, and it turns out... Not that more figures were coming out. was that there was a holdup in the production and that they were going to be shipping more of the 1,000. Right, think. okay, yeah. so maybe it was just I me. I think it was a shipping It turned issue. out that they only shipped 600 out of the 1,000. Yeah. So the original, the next 400 were coming out. The so. quality on it is really friggin' awesome. Like, his his... Cloak? Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually really impressed with this. Yeah, his cloak blowing in the wind and stuff. You can't oh, yeah. really tell from the box and the pictures, but like the, the back of it, really yeah, looking justice. at looking at it from the back, it's really detailed. There's like the mold and the fungus that we talked about in the last issue. Um yeah, no, it's really sweet. 
And it also came with the uh, variant cover. And again, there's only a thousand of them. So I haven't even taken it out of the box. Mm -hmm. uh, it's and still the in the box. Uh, and cool I'm gonna, I want to get it graded. So. so did you have to pay more for this? I did. Oh, no. But not too much more. With a little pin. Yeah. Came with a little pin, Just too. Says Oblivion song. That's cool, though. So, yeah, when uh, uh, my comic book shop didn't didn't have it for me, mm -hmm. um, even though I ordered it months in advance. Uh, they still haven't don't have it for me. If they well, do, then I'll then you'll have another. I'll get yeah, I'll get another <laughs> one. But uh, but did you? I, did I you ended up getting it off of eBay, did, and I only had to pay eighty dollars more, which I don't think is terrible. That's not too bad. It's not. So if it, I mean, you have it. You know what I mean. So yeah. did you get a refund from the comic shop? No, I didn't. So oh no, no no no! I'm sorry. I didn't pay. You, you didn't don't pay, pay for it, it unless yeah. you, pay, oh, you pick okay. it up. Oh okay, got it, got it. All right, well that might have worked out. Very cool. Yeah. I like I like how he has his little uh, transponder or whatever the teleporter button on his belt, yeah. the blue button. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that broke in the first ep or first issue. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's never gonna get easy, is it? Episode and issue. Yeah. No, it will never get easy. Yeah. All right, so I um, have something okay. to show you. There was. No, go ahead. No, please. No, I was please, just going to say, there's something else that we talked about uh, after the last episode. Um, you guys didn't get a chance to listen to any podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. There was a couple... Mm, um, not really. I remember hearing... Oh, there was the Nerdist one, or actually ID10T with Chris Hardwick. He had Robert Kirkman on it, and they were talking about a few things, and they were talking about Oblivion Song a whole bunch, and it was actually a really cool conversation. So um, just that's just another thing out there for people to check out. and you know, It was interesting. He, cool. he brought up some interesting I haven't stuff. listened to it, but I, I want to. Yeah, it's good. Have to check it out. Uh, so, the first episode that we did, the last episode that we did, uh, I had a surprise. And if you listen to, uh, or you know, some a show and tell with this box set and and the, um, or no, what wasn't? It was the uh, is the not for resale edition of yeah, the, the the first six issues that we're not reading. Yeah. It's still in its mail package. We haven't ripped it open or anything. But uh, if you listen to the Invincible podcast too. Ryan always makes fun of me for always coming with a surprise, mm -hmm. uh, some some kind of show and tell, and I have a very cool one for you guys. Yeah? And I've been, like, a little sick about it. Okay. Like, sick to your stomach? Sick keeping this a secret, because I wanted to, do, to show it to you guys on, on the show. All right. So, you're about to see uh -huh. our new logo for the, the, the Oblivion Song. Podcast. Illustrate, the Oblivion Song podcast, illustrated and colored by Lorenzo De Felici himself. No way. I just predicted it. That's all I wanted to show. <laughs> I had a feeling because you were showing me your iPad. Can, so will you please turn your freaking iPad around? Oh, sick. Uh, oh, oh, that's so cool. We're not Mike? gonna. We're not gonna. Well, okay. Ryan just went into description there, of what by, it is. By this oh, time, so you're cool. all. You're Although all going to see it. it. If they're listening to this podcast, they're going to be able to look down and see it. Wow. That's so cool. You know, so what's funny is that I when I when I reached out to him, um, he <laughs> asked if I would want uh, cuz I sent him hours from that Otley did for us. Yeah, I was actually uh, going to talk to you about this. Of Invincible. Yeah. Um, and he said, "Do you want the same kind of thing with Nathan?" Mm -hmm. And I said, "That would be awesome, but if you have any other ideas, I'd totally be open to that. I trust you." And he reached back and said when he showed it to me, he said that he didn't oh, really see so Nathan cool. Like in front of a microphone, because because yeah. of his character, his like his personality. Yeah, it just doesn't. So he fit. did three monsters instead to represent us. That's so cool. It's so awesome. That is awesome. Wow. wow. You know, I wanted to save this. I will save it until the end. But there's a really cool um, at the end of the comic. If you guys didn't read it, because I I don't normally read stuff at the end, like the letters column and everything. But there's a really cool 
full page oh, yeah. story from Lorenzo, uh-huh. and it gets you a little bit more into his into him, into like who he is, and, yeah. and between, who he is. between the first issue ending with Kirkman's like side of the story, mm-hmm. and then the second issue ending with Lorenzo's side of the story, like I want more of that. Like I look forward now right. to those stories at the end of right. the issue. I love his story, and mm-hmm. and we'll we'll like get more into it. From, but yeah. I mean, just such an amazing like. Thank you. Another yeah, thing. Thank so you. Much. Wow. Wow. Another like, thing I, too. Like, I told him I was like, I don't know if you do commissions. You know, please let me know how much it would cost. He did this for us for free because of support. Yeah. Like, he, you know, the, the support that we show to That's him so in great. Oblivion Song. He, like, such an awesome guy to do to take the time out to do this to color it and put the logo on it too. To oh, this is how he sent yeah. it to me. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. I mean, for us to get that logo and to yeah. do it like to make it look good and to actually have it by him. That's he's so an expert, cool. man. He knows what he's doing. Cool. Wow. So awesome. Thank you so much. How long have you had that for? Not long. He just sent it to me. I mean, right, we're recording on Wednesday. I believe he sent it to me. When was it? Was it Monday? I think it was like two, only two days ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow, the timing of But that. we recorded last night the the Invincible podcast, and I kept being like, I'm just going to show him now. Yeah. But I wanted to wait. No, that's great. Very, I'm glad very you waited. Cool. That is very cool. Um. So we do we want to get into the discussion or do we want to go over any emails first? We want to go over. Them. We do have an email. Want to go over the email at the end? Yeah, we'll we can do the, the email. Kind of the... talks about things that happened in the issue. So sure, Ryan. All right, sure, Ryan. So I have I have an interesting idea. I think that we should continue the segment show and tell, and each of us should just bring something random to show and tell. And how are we going to top the last two? Well, I'm going to dress Oliver, um, TJ's cat up. As, as a monster, as a from, monster Oblivion? from Oblivion Song. Yeah, so I'm going to design and make a costume, and that'll be my show until next month. <laughs> Oliver is going to kind of be our uh, fourth podcaster. You're going to hear him from time to time. That's just him trying to get his word in about what he thought about the comic. Yeah. So. That's all. All right, so, um, so issue two. We, we've seen the cover, obviously. We've seen the cover for the first... I want to say this was... When we got to the end of this issue, I didn't recognize the third cover because I'm not going out of my way to look at the upcoming covers. Yeah, me neither. So I feel like this was the only one that I had previously seen in advance, if that yeah. makes sense, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the fourth cover really yeah, looks I don't, like. I, I know that they're out there, but I don't yeah. remember. They're out there. Yeah. Oh, I snap. love the, the coloring on this cover. I you know, really jumps out. You know what I was I was thinking? of the uh, Annalisa Leone does the coloring and mm-hmm. what it reminds me of it reminds me of Robert Kirkman's Astonishing Wolfman. The colors in in this in the whole it's, comic remind me a well, lot. Especially of, the first volume of uh, of Astounding Wolfman. It was a lot of Astounding uh, Wolfman. Yeah, too. it was a lot of neon, almost, and that's what this cover kind of reminds well, me. Well, it reminded yeah. it, we we described it as like Batman Beyond. Or or the Batman kind of like animated that, yeah. series, which it's uh, Batman animated series was drawn on black, right? You know, yeah. as opposed to drawing on white, and then because it's mostly dark, so it has those. It, mm-hmm. All the other colors really stand out, and the darks are super dark. But right. it does Do kind of have that kind of feel to it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think that this cover is a good representation of what happens in the comic? No. What? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Like he, I mean, he has a conversation with what's her name? I always want to say Michelle, but I think it's not, it's not Michelle. No, it's um, I always want to say Bridget, but Bridget's the other. Bridget's, Bridget's the, other the other one girl, that we yeah. learn more not about. His girlfriend. Yeah. Um, Lucas's girlfriend. What's her name? Her name is. Uh... Wow, we're not even fans. I was just going to say Bridget again, but you said Bridget. <laughs> it's Bridget. You know what it is? He doesn't say it in this issue. He doesn't. That's the problem. He doesn't. She, Shit. Yeah. That's okay. Well, that's his girlfriend. Bad. How about this? You guys keep talking. I'm going to find it. Okay. It's, it's two issues and you can't really, you know, but, um, but I like how it's sh- like on the cover, it shows 
the oblivion fungus kind of like overtaking the apartment. Well, it's showing that it's kind of creeping into his life. Into his life. Yeah. More. I love well, it. it's and, always there. And if you look at on the floor, it's it's He's looks got like, like army he just, stuff. He's got like, all his well, all his It looks like he just came back from From Oblivion. Oblivion mm-hmm. yeah. undressed and just crawled into bed mm-hmm. and it's creeping in with him. Like I love that. Right. So I what I like is that we get an answer to one of our questions, which was at the end of the last issue there was a sneak peek, or we didn't know if it was a sneak peek, if it was just kind of like a one, you know, one shot little like story of Oblivion that was at the end of the issue. But now we know that it is literally a sneak peek of the following issue, which is cool because they have it at the end of this issue. And now we know that that's the beginning of the third issue. Brian, give us her name. Heather. Heather. Heather is so similar God, to I Michelle. And that's why Bridget. I want to say Michelle. I, Heather. I don't know. It's like yeah. Heather. How will we remember Heather. Well, now we won't forget. Heather. Heather. I guarantee you we will forget. We're going to get to her scene and in you this cannot, issue. And, and, you, and you cannot write it down. Okay. All right. So, uh, previously on. Uh, so, or, yeah. Bill, uh, you're going to do the previously on? Yeah. Bill, you can do the previously on. Do you think I, that they're going to do this in every issue? Yeah. Yes. And remember how last time the first issue had that awesome, like... Quote? Yeah, that quote in the beginning. Um, and we were like, oh, I wonder if they're going to do a quote before yeah. each issue. Well, instead, they're using that as the previously on spot, which I think is great. I love that. I hope they do. I like that I there's a. Will. I like that there's a unique format to the comic. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. that's unlike, I love yeah. that. That's that's a huge thing with, um, like we were just talking about with um, Wolfman and and um, uh, why can't I think of his name right now? Heather. Jason, no, Heather. No. Uh, Jason Howard and how he has that. Uh, everything he does is very. Um, uh, what do you call it? Drawn. No, you know, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> Graphic designer. He's a graphic designer, okay, as well as a comic book artist, and everything, all his layouts and everything he does, and the formatting of it mm-hmm. is great. Uh, interesting. Going into that, like what you were saying about graphic designs, um, I think that Lorenzo Davey he does this all digitally. Oh yeah, all his art is digital. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does um, like obviously pen to paper stuff because I've seen some stuff online that he's he actually posted uh, today. It looked like a digital. Um, Ghost Rider and yeah. then a pen to oh, paper. I saw that. That Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider was badass yeah, looking. Yeah, it was very cool. So yeah, he did, but I think for Oblivion Song, I think it's all digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is interesting because if you do a digital comic, do you need an anchor and a penciler? Is there one? Well, Annalisa Leone does the uh, coloring, which coloring. is digital though. Yeah. Hmm. He probably doesn't need I'm it. Sure do we have, sure. it doesn't, is there an anchor? No, there's yeah, not. He probably doesn't need one. No, Robert Kirkman, Lorenzo De Felici, and Annalisa Leone is the colorist. Russ Wooten is the letterer. Of course. He probably just has to click bold. Ariel <laughs> Basich is the associate editor, and then Sean Makowitz. Um, and then Lorenzo does all the covers, too. No, there's no inker on here, or or at least I'm not seeing it. Does that mean Lorenzo's coloring the covers? Could be. Mm-hmm. I don't. I wouldn't think so. Oh, because it says the covers are done, because it would yeah. say by, um, by Annalisa that she would do the covers. I think that means he does the covers, too. I'm not Probably. sure, though. Might have to look at that. Speaking of, actually, before we get, I mean, we already went past the covers, but now that we're back on it, <laughs> did you guys see the uh, the covers that he originally did? Oh, the Like alternate. the test covers? Yeah. Yeah. I thought those were cool. They were pretty much the same thing, mm-hmm. only they were in all this stuff, all different these, like, angles, especially yeah. like the end of issue one. All these behind the scenes, little sketch and stuff like that, are making me ex- already excited for like the first hardcover. Like yeah. I want, I want mm-hmm. all that to be in one, I want the art one book, book. You know, yeah. all the art book section. Um, all right. So, so if there, if we are going to get a previously on every issue, is it going to be somebody different, or do you want to have the same person do it every week? Uh, every we month? can do it differently, and we all have to do it in like a like a fun voice. 
like a, like, a fun voice. Yeah, like, you know, it, it could be like, like the previously on, like the next on, Invincible, whatever. And maybe yours can be like, previously on. Oh, yeah. What? That's how I imagine it anyways. <laughs> Ten years ago. <laughs> Ten years ago, <laughs> 300,000 people <laughs> just disappeared <laughs> <laughs> into the world of oblivion. Nathan Cole is determined to save as many as he can, but ever since he lost government funding, he's been facing the terrors of oblivion largely on his own. After being denied help one last time, Nathan makes another desperate attempt to locate survivors, only this time he's being watched. Which By is who? Well, we don't find that out until the end of this issue, so it's very interesting that it gives Spoilers. us a previous Yeah, it gives us a previously on, but then also a hey, cuz I didn't read that previously on. I just assumed that it was shit that I already knew. But now that I know that it's going to tell me what's at the end of the comic. So the issue starts out kind of with the preview that we got from the from the first issue. And we were, we actually talked about this. Bill, you asked, do you, or Ryan, you asked, yeah. do we think that this is actually going to be... Or are they going to be Or if it's going to be the same thing from a different... Or yeah. like little snippets. Um, it but kind no, of looks like... I mean, I mean, obviously we get a preview for the next one at the yeah, end of this. it's going to be the first... Honestly, like, issue. I feel like we have to talk about it, but if we weren't doing a podcast and I was reading it privately, I don't know if I'd well, look. It's funny because this feels like, it's almost like a television show. I mean, we have yeah. it previously on and we and also we have, have our, our next, next week. But I never watch the next I times. never watch those either. I hate watching those. I do. You always watch them. Katie, oh, yeah. Katie oh, you loves do watch watching them. Yeah, if I could read a synopsis of what the entire story is about, I'd read it and then pretend like I didn't. <laughs> yeah, see, like, I can't Whoa, no way. I like how they're doing it, though. I like how it's only, it, it's subtle. It's It's just a little tease. Um, oh man, especially because the next one. And, yeah, that oh, was. Man. You know what's funny is that I was rereading the first issue and then re-listening to our first ep- um, episode mm-hmm. because I'm really into myself like that, you know. Right, we're all narcissists. Yeah. So, um, and then I got this prediction, and I feel like the next on kind of solid, not solidified, but feeds into that prediction, and mm-hmm. I'll save it to the end. But that's why I was like, oh, like, uh. Yeah, well, then that's going to be this issue. That's part of it. Think of it as part of this issue. I can't and wait. And then next issue, think of that next on as part of that issue. So it's, it's part I of the issue. Right. I cannot wait to I talk about right. what you want to talk about. I know. I'm I know. assuming if, if what you want, because my brain exploded with like, oh, I know. You know, 2 a.m., you're awake and you have just crazy theories about stuff like yeah. ideas. Well, my theory, I'm, I'm willing to bet that we all have the same theory now. Probably. Well, yeah. We'll no, see. probably not. Anyway, so. He is taking Nate Nathan is taking the survivors that he found the married couple also the known Crenshaws. as the the Crenshaws 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 through a museum Patricia and I forget his name through, How do you remember Patricia Crenshaw's name but <laughs> not Heather, Heather. I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea my mind works mysteriously So he's taking them through a museum and and interestingly enough this is what the footage that they're watching is the best footage, or let's just say the only footage that captures it happening. Yeah. Right. And it literally is just like it boom, shows it. Blink. It shows it happening in the background. Blinking an eye. Yeah. But and they're actually like walking through a museum. Yeah. So this is yeah Nathan walking them the, those two survivors through the museum of Oblivion. You know of what yeah. happened, and this is all the footage and relics. It's the whole and all this history kind of, stuff. of everything yeah. that happened. Which was it only happened I ten thought, years ago. Yeah. There's like a whole museum about it. That's yeah. like that's a long time though. That's that a is, decade, that dude. Think about what what was ten years ago? Uh like almost twenty years ago was nine eleven. Do you think that there's like a there's a museum? There is a museum there and there is was a, museum. And a memorial okay. and oh, yeah, yeah right. everything like that. Um I think uh I think this was an awesome way of giving us more 
story, more exposition without yeah. it being without exposition. It being, without it being, without it yeah. being I like, forced. forced. It yeah. was yeah, it was really I agree. Really cool. And it answered again more questions that we had were like, hey, so the it monsters was, came through, right? And like, I guess what did he say? Thousands of people died. Oh yeah, the city. Was, the city was could have been decimated by that by that thing, that gigantic monster that is on um, what page three? It's oh, like yeah, the yeah. size. It's of like a, a mammoth. It's like the size of a city block almost. Mm-hmm. And he said that it. Oh, they they had never seen something like that before. Yeah, they had never seen one that big. Which is surprising. But that um, was the only one there. Yeah. Oh, one of my favorite things is the uh, half a car. It just goes to show how sliced the line was between yeah. Oblivion and Philadelphia. It wasn't, it wasn't blended. There it was, was no, yeah. it was literally it like a blurred line. Like here is a car that yeah. was cut in half. Just like, cut. Just like, perfectly. so this thing was cut and I, <sighs> so what happened to the other half? The other half is in Oblivion. Is in Oblivion. Yes. Yep. So let me ask you this. Yes. People did get cut in half. Why, on that line. <laughs> why do you, why do we think that Nathan is doing this with the Crenshaws? Why is he walking them through this muse- museum? Hmm. Doesn't, doesn't he talk about why he is? I don't think he does. I mean, I think he's. I don't know. I think. I think I want. I think it, I want to believe it's because he's a good guy. He's right. the one that's going into oblivion, going in there trying to save these people, and he brings them back, and they're scarred, and everything's different, and he wants to help them acclimate, reacclimate to the world, and right. he's just helping them along. Okay. Yeah. That's I, the I, way I, I agree. It. I do agree. You, do you think that there's? Because I I don't think that there's any kind of. Um, Ulterior motive. motive. Oh no, Ooh, no, I'm, I nailed that. You did. Usually you did. I don't. Yeah, uh, with him, I think that he's just taking them through, showing because yeah. they don't know what happened. But they, I think that 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 does, like Ryan said, it shows to his character, like mm-hmm. like he's well. Think kind about of, it. He, who else does he have? He's depicted as kind of an asshole. Yeah, but this is kind of well, kind no, of a nice thing of, that he's doing. He's kind of a loner. I mean, think of the last issue. He goes to the bar by himself. He like he 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 does his job. He has this. He's obsessed right. with this, and this is what his goal is to do. And he's kind of secluded himself into doing this with. Bridget and is it Brid- yeah Bridget and Duncan and yep. So this is this is what he does. What? No, you no. There, there was like just, you were gonna laugh. I was gonna laugh because I I thought that you were referring to what's Heather, not Heather. Car Cranberry, this woman here. What's oh, her Patricia. name? Patricia. Patricia. Her name is Patricia, Patricia Crenshaw. That's why I thought that you called her Bridget, and I'm like, no, 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 she's not Bridget. She's Patricia. Oh. <laughs> but now I'm all now I'm They're all, all mixed up. Um, um, Patricia. Um, so this this museum shows a lot of Ryan said it the exposition that's not exposition but one of what my came favorite afterwards yeah my too. favorite thing was well, there was a war mm-hmm. it wasn't just like part of the city disappeared and oblivion appeared a totally populated other dimension full of aliens came into Philadelphia and decimated it. Yeah, they didn't just show up and die. Yeah, like they like, they were they had to fight them. Right, <laughs> like and that's from, why we get that photo of that officer, that famous photo that was on all. And the he magazines. died right after that picture was taken, like yeah. him saving those people. And this and is then dying. great world building. This is like you know seeing those famous photos from World War II or something mm-hmm. like that. These are these. This is really cool world building and character. Yeah. Do we think that that's these... important information about that character? Yeah. No. This uh, when I read guy it, who was like, important. as I was reading it, and it was like, oh, officer Clark Daniels. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's still in oblivion. And then he's like, oh, he died seconds after. I'm like, oh, he's gone. He wasn't, yeah, he was dead? never in oblivion yeah. though. Yeah, yeah he... I know. But that's what, I, that's how my mind worked. I was like, oh, this is going to, he's going to come back. And then all of a sudden I was like, uh, unless of course one of us have a harebrained well, we'll theory. See. Yeah. But anyways, it'd be interesting if that, that it, Yes, it ticked my brain, and we know how to think with, and we, you know, 
listen to our Robert Kirkman interview. We know how to like pick out the little things and take them way too far. Right. Uh, I, I want to say that you know it's going to come out, come back, but probably not. I don't. And his introduction into the war yeah. was. Am I remembering this correctly? Correctly, he came up with the tech that we saw used in the first yes. issue. Mm-hmm. So he he discovered the anomaly, like he yeah. discovered what happened and invented the tech. Right. Both and Maybe. was part of well because it well, shows. And then he said after training, he also it show, was yeah part it shows of the, team. the the team that actually would go in, and he was a scientist. I'm assuming because mm-hmm. he he figured it all out, and so he wasn't always he was he's not a military man. He's not like you know someone who's just brute strength and, you know, he's someone who is intelligent scientifically and trained to go into oblivion, mm-hmm. which would make me think, why would he feel obligated to train and go in if he is a scientific, like, thinker and, you know, not yeah. necessarily eager to go in there mm-hmm. unless he had some ulterior you think he had? You think he had a reason to join the war? Yeah. I mean, other than to go. I his think that he is responsible. I think that he is. I, th- I think he joined the war with his brother. I think that he may. His brother disappeared. Right. I don't think he disappeared during the transference. Oh, okay. I think he had disappeared in oblivion after the transference. I get it. Yeah. He was, his, like, you're that's, saying, that's you're my saying, prediction. You're saying his brother could have gone into it and then left there. And then, and then That'd something cool. happened that he like, fucked up. What if upon experimenting and figuring out the technology, he lost his brother and couldn't bring him back? He didn't learn how to bring him back until after he had already lost him. I think it's more than that. Yeah. I think he blames himself because he did something like deeper than just one, like not One interesting thing, while we're kind of talking about theories in the past and everything, I, I wanted to bring this up last episode and I forgot. Do you guys think we're going to learn how he got his scar or do you think that's just a distinguishing feature? I hope that if we do learn about it, it's like fucking 30 issues from now. I think that would be really cool. And it's really quick, like Conquest losing his hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How that wasn't, yeah, like it wasn't like this big yeah. thing. It, it was, was just, just a Ragnar. The, it was just, yeah, just a Ragnar got, got it. And it yeah. was in the background. It wasn't even like huge. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he shows. He or shows we're going to find out what it was in like the, um, the flashback yeah. of how like his brother died or something like that. Captain Interrupting, are you. You are you done? Are you done being than anything? I love this always. panel, by the way. Him saying after oh years God. of training or so, yeah. And I think that's uh, Annalisa, you know, her coloring. I really like that panel. That's all. That's yeah. it. Which yeah. way? Which panel is like, that? The... Really like that panel. Just him with his hand behind his head. Yeah. Hmm. He was kind of bragging about it. Yeah. Not really. I think he's being kind of humble about being, it. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's being, being modest. Humble. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Not bragging, but like, yeah. He shows him the wall and says, you know, it's it's because of you guys that I think that we needed to take this wall down. I thought there was going to be a moment where he shows them their names. Yeah, crossed out. Crossed out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so did I. I don't think it's needed. No, it's you not. You know, we know. So wouldn't you think, Ryan and or TJ, TJ and or Ryan, that after finding fresh survivors and them saying there are more people there that don't necessarily want to be found or they're hiding... That he would easily get government funding to go back in and find them? Well, that's them? the whole point of the next scene. After right, I know. And why the government's going to say no. But it sounds like such a fucking government thing to do. Oh, yeah. Like be, It's I mean, like, like insurance people. They're like, well, because you were standing, leaning up against this wall, we can't cover At the same time, like, why, like, I don't know. I, I think of this government in, in this book being very, like, I don't know, kind of into themselves. Like, they don't want... Um, Nathan to discover all this stuff and be like, 
I fucking told you so. They're going to be like, mm. eh, I don't think and that the government, that, but the amount of, and this is, and I just skimmed ahead a little bit, but what Heather was saying was, why do you trust the Crimshaws? You know what I mean? Like why spend millions of dollars? Don't trust the returned. That Exactly. Like why would they, why would the government spend millions of dollars on their word? You know what I mean? We know that they're telling the truth. Because the readers do. Right. Yeah. Why don't they? Who? Or why why are they so doubtful? Because a couple people coming back every now and then isn't enough for them. They've moved yeah. on. I guess so. But still, like I'm playing devil's advocate. If they're, I I mean that's the whole point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is to keep the conversation going. But so since she's a part of the government, she says she believes them. You Heather know? does. Yeah. Yeah. She so Heather, if that's if that is her real name. <laughs> um, but she's trying. She's like you said. She, she's playing devil's advocate. She's, right. she's uh, I mean, yeah. She's trying to explain to him what you need to be prepared for when you mm-hmm. go in there and talk to the government. Yeah, I feel like the There's, government is not like a villain, but it's. I think that they're going to be a continuous obstacle. Yeah, obstacle is a great word because it's. It doesn't seem villainous to me. Yeah, like I don't think they're trying to hide. They're trying to keep Nate out of there because they have a secret. I think right. that they're just being. They're the just government. being the government. Yeah, red tape. Yeah. Uh, one thing before that scene, though, that was important that we didn't really touch on is that the Crimshaws mentioned Ed uh, as their leader. Oh, yeah. And Nathan yeah. was like, he was like uh, uh, Ed? Yeah. Well, and he shows he him told, a picture. He told Heather that he showed him a picture. Yeah. They said he didn't really quite look like him, but maybe. But it was an old photo. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, being in Oblivion for 10 years mm-hmm. could have drastically changed how he looks. I mean, the Crimshaws, they look terrible. Yeah. So let you me know. ask you that. Do you think it's him? Yes. Think of the first issue and how it ended. It ended with him doing the the dental and him saying, Ed, I'm sorry, I fucked up. And then it shows almost immediately after that someone saying, you know, Ed, and then turning around and seeing that he's still alive. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it's a possibility, even a possibility, that it's not him um, finding out like in the second issue or maybe the third? I think it's a very... Very probable that it's not really his brother. I don't know if I'd like that for the you first think issue, though. You extremely know I mean? probable? Yeah. A hundred issues from now, we're going to look back at the first issue and be like, yeah, but it wasn't him. Remember that time that it wasn't actually Ed and he had us going for a minute? Because mm-hmm. mul- there can be multiple Eds. It would, there would have to be a major reason for it. Like, for example, this new Ed becomes a very big character, or he killed Ed and took his name or something. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? There has to be, like, some reason as to why his name is also ed yeah you know what i mean so yeah you're right on a, that is a little bit of a coincidence i don't know I on don't a know. side note so we get that that's the conversation that's on the cover is them sitting down and talking about it we always talk about ryan otley's ability to draw the female form right and specifically <laughs> the buttocks so if, if you're looking at the second page of their conversation one two three four panels down lorenzo congratulations because that looks fantastic and that's not even a, that's not even like a, you know, I'm just, a, you know, a fan of his art, yeah. is all I'm going to say. Uh, Ooh! No. Sorry, go no, ahead, No, Ron. you Were go you ahead. Go? No, you go ahead. Oh, no, you're talking you... about the next scene? Yeah, so okay. if you want to talk more about that scene, her butt. Do you guys remember how, uh, you know, Heather's scene in the first issue ended? It, they were arguing. Yeah. They got in a huge fight, and he yelled at her and said, get out, and yeah. she slammed the door and said she was leaving. Right. Oh, yeah. People make up. That feels a little jarring to me. Me and Liz have arguments like that all the time, and five seconds later... I know. It's just, it was like the first issue, and it was like, here are these characters, and these are who these characters are. And so I went back and reread the first issue before reading the new issue, and it did feel a little jarring. Hmm. 
I don't know. That's just a little. Thing. I actually read them. I read them back back to back too, and I didn't really. You, I, you I, I did. Catch it? I, no, I caught it, but it didn't feel off to me. No. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. Yeah, it must have just been a smaller fight. Maybe in my mind it was a bigger deal. Hmm. Maybe in my mind I was thinking that they were in a. It was a big fight, mm-hmm. and maybe it was just. A, I mean, if if this if this issue had been them still arguing, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought anything of it either. Yeah. You know. So. I don't know. Right. So the next page, we see Bridget, who is the wife of Lucas, who is Lucas, or Lucan, Lucas? Not Lucan. Duncan. 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 Yeah. Duncan. We'll get it. It's only the second issue. Yeah, it's the second issue. We'll get it. Um, So, uh, and Duncan, if you remember from, is the one that has the shoes Mm -hmm. that he was sewing back together. He was stuck in oblivion for a few years, and... Um, the last time we see them together, she's actually consoling him because he was sewing the shoes and she was like, hey, Duncan, Duncan. And he mm-hmm. went around and he almost like punched her, like yeah. lashed out at her. And um, he apologized because he's still affected by it. So obviously they're still together. She was in the real world. He was stuck in oblivion. Mm-hmm. And we find out now that she had moved on. Yes. So with this two guy years, named Benjamin. Two years he was stuck in oblivion and she fell in love and with this other guy, with, with a guy named Benjamin. Two years isn't not that long. Though. I thought that this was the most insensitive little fucking prick that I've ever read before. This guy? Yeah, he's mm, such an asshole. I don't. I disagree. I don't think he's an asshole. He's saying like, "I love you." Like we've I been. I think it's just that he says, "Are you really that cold?" I don't know. Hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think he, so. He doesn't have. I. I. I mean, he doesn't have as much understanding as and, he should. And, but at and, the same time, he's in love with her. He doesn't yeah. want to lose her. Well, and the thing is, he calls her out on it you know yeah. he's like D- does he know you're having dinner with me you know what i mean yeah. like but not only that but we're coming in in the middle of this conversation i i'm, oh, I'm yeah. taking it as she already told him i'm leaving you and then he was like really yeah and he's accepted the fact that she's going to leave so now he's pissed off and he's like really you're that cold that you're just gonna leave me after two years yeah not that two years is a fucking yeah long but time. but i mean but he said tell me this if you're if you love him so much if you're so devoted to him her husband who was trapped in another dimension uh, does he know that you're you're meeting with me? So yeah. I don't know. I just thought that, <laughs> and and you know what I thought of? What did you guys think of? Um, it's coming to me. It's another you're Robert not gonna, Kirkman. You're not gonna book. say Eve, are you? I'm gonna think. Yeah, Eve. Really? What did Eve do as soon as Mark it came back? She left him. But it was five years, and it was another guy. Yeah. But she didn't hesitate. She didn't hesitate at all. She was like, oh, there was... Oh, no, she did hesitate I'm not going to say she didn't hesitate. There was like a... There was Bill, like a put yourself in this guy's position. You are dating Jessica Biel. Okay. Uh, Justin Timberlake got trapped mm-hmm. in oblivion. Uh, and then you started dating Jessica Biel. Are they still that's, together? Yeah, they they're are, married and have, they have a kid, kid and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's how you started dating her. Because mm-hmm. she broke up... Well, she didn't break up, but Justin Timberlake is lost okay. in oblivion. Got it. He comes back and she's like... Fuck you! I'm going back to Justin Timberlake. Okay. I have a child with him. They don't even have killed kids. You wouldn't be like pissed off. I mean, I would be mad. I would be mad to the point to where I would. You're be- not even in love with her. You just Justin, like her butt. Before Justin Timberlake is able to even like like rekindle with her, like oh I'm back, I would find him and kill him and be like no he's <laughs> still he's still sorry. I wouldn't actually do that. I'm not a murderer. Please don't. That's recorded, isn't it? Yeah, it oh, is. Oh, no. I like Justin Timberlake. I pre-ordered his new album, and I love it. Oh, but it's not good. Yes, it is good. I like all of his other albums. I think this album is not good. That's more offensive than saying that I would murder him. Mm, You're I, crazy. Just because it's different? Because it's not suit and tie? I think every single album that he does is very different. Have you listened I, to the new the new single? The yeah. s- 
the one that's extremely played out everywhere. Yeah. It's not as bad as the first one. The first one was I love the first one. Oh, not good. I don't like Supplies, but I like all the other songs on Hey, it. let's get back to the Oblivion song. I think this is podcast really good character development without really giving us too much one way or the other. Because it's showing us, hey, she moved on, but... So it's like, and then there's this Benjamin guy. So it's like, oh, is she in the wrong? But then he's the one that's kind of saying like, hey, you know, you should be with me. I mean, even though she was married, so is he in the wrong? Like, it, we're not supposed to know either way, but it's interesting and it sets, uh, plants some good seeds. It's real. Yeah, it's, it's a, real. It's a real, like, you know. Um, so the next the next page, we get Nate um, drinking with some beers with, with an old colleague. A guy named Marco. Um I thought that this was the guy that they ran into the bar at first when I started reading this, and then mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's not him. No. We still haven't seen... No, we didn't see him or the girl yet. We didn't see Lucy him or... or yeah, we, we didn't... Lucia. I don't know. It's, it's, it's something Ia. It's probably... I don't but, know. Uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't see them this issue, and I'm... I'm that's the one, one thing that I... That. I want to yeah. know what who she is and how they know each other. Yeah. Like obviously, um, oh, that was like, hey, Nate, Nate, yeah, is that, is that you? you? Yeah, oh, that you? Oh, that's Nate. Oh, that's Nate. But he's obviously dating Heather right now. But I don't know. I feel like this maybe like a Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane situation. Hmm. Interesting. I kind of like this um, this conversation with Marco though. He was like a, it's like a war buddy kind of thing, like going back into the field conversation and. How he's like he started his own life and he's not wor- it's not worth going back in there and I, I don't know I liked it. That's- he said, and he said there's nothing in this world that's gonna make me go back there and all Nate does is just look at him and he's like really dude you're gonna bring that up. What do you think that is? Did I misread that? I don't know what you're talking about. No, it's just so he's like so it's like that. That's it. Oh, I read it that he, he, he was saying sh- so it's like you, that. Yeah, he said you shouldn't have come. I did misread it. There's- oh, I thought there was like. There's some conflict there's, there. No, I'm, there's nothing you could do. Damn it! That would get me back there. Nothing. And then he just said, "Oh, yeah. so it's like that." That's crazy, though, that, to think that one of his colleagues, who went in there with him to rescue people, is terrified of it. Yeah. Well, and, they all are. Nate, Look at Duncan. Nate's Duncan's not terrified. Nate's of the it. only person that just he keeps going back like it's nothing. He was. But sitting... it's not even that. It's, I don't even know if it's so much. I mean, yeah, Marco is probably scared and he doesn't want to, but he has a family and kids. Yeah. Even if this wasn't it's that not, he terrifying, he said it's not fair to them. Yeah. Even if it wasn't scary, which it is, it's just it's like going into the military. Like he doesn't it's want like to go, leave. Them. It's like going to Africa where there's lions and and scary creatures that could kill you. Yeah. But if you've got a teleportation gun, I would go to Africa. Yeah. Interesting. But I like that scene a lot. Next scene we get is Duncan. I'm assuming who just lives there in that little... Probably. We haven't seen he much might. of his outside no. life. Yeah, he might live there. Um, so he he's Which acting... I do like seeing that when you when we see their little warehouse building, their, you know, whatever, office space, uh, you can see the wall in the background, which shows us that they're not in the middle of the desert of oblivion in, mm-hmm. in the real world. Um, they're like posted right outside the wall. Oh yeah, the wall is there. I didn't notice that, right? Yeah, I like that. I don't. I think a lot of people wouldn't notice that. Hmm. Interesting. But he's acting not suspicious, but he's essentially questioning Bridget. Yeah, I, I took this as more of um, Bridget being noisy yeah, and like yeah. like uncomfortable with the fact that she has to keep lying to him. Yeah, that's what I didn't like. Yeah. That's what I didn't like is that she lied to him as opposed to just kind of like being quiet. 
she's continuing the lie. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I was out with my sister. Eve didn't lie. She just didn't tell Mark. Well, she told him pretty soon after, but anyway, right. yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, Bridget, I would hope, would tell him. Yeah. I mean, it could destroy him. Right now, with what we've been giving, she's keeping it from him. Mm-hmm. So. But there's one panel in particular that I want to draw attention to. So he's, it's the third panel down on the left-hand side, and he is, like, doing some sort of experiment with a pipette and a cylinder or something like that. And the way that this is illustrated, it looks very, like, he's not all good like it's very ominous looking it's very ominous it's a profile of him and you can see he's looking out of the corner of his eye and just the way that the shading is the shadow kind of like cuts half of his face off it just looks like a guy sitting in the shadow with and you see like his glass he's sitting in like a chair and he's like not only that where were you last night how (laughs) she's looking at him throughout this page she doesn't trust him she he Uh, he's uneasy he attacked her when she just kind of snuck up behind him and was like yeah but she said she's like you know it's okay. I know. I remember how you were when you came out of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's like that. I don't. I. I don't know. I think that we could see him fly off the handle and kill her. I. That's the. That's that little panel right there. That is very ominously drawn. You think that's part of the reason why she's not telling him because I've, he I've, might not be mentally, ment- mentally, uh, mentally, capable, yeah, capable of handling it right Probably. now. Probably. But also that he's just. He. She doesn't know who he is. Yeah, maybe, not, maybe not, a telling him, him. not telling him what about that she's having an affair or not an affair, oh, just that yeah, she. Yeah, hmm. it's not an affair though. Like, what? What is that like? Could, could, can you even be mad at somebody? Like, Mark wasn't mad. Mad. He got it, and I would get it. I think if Duncan was in his right mind, it'd be safe to say, yeah, he, sh- he you know, mm-hmm. and again, to each his own. But you know, you'd think he'd be able to, mm-hmm. you know, understand. Well, she she said that he, or. Uh, what's his name? But but Benjamin Benjamin. Benjamin. Um, he said that they were together for two years, but we don't know how long he was gone for. Like he could have been gone for five. How, well, do we know ass- how we long he was that, gone for? We assume that Duncan was gone for. Well, he was he was lost at the beginning of the transfers, but we don't know when he came back. So maybe eight years, maybe ten years. It could oh have been no, 10 because years. think about it. Like they probably had the technology within the first few years because it had been a while since yeah. they stopped using the technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So maybe that he came back. So well, I wonder, what I'm, what I'm, saying, I'm curious of that timeline, though. Like, were people only recovered by the government for between years, like, what, three and, you know, five? Three and five you or know, three like, and eight they or only, like that. Did the government only pull people out for three, four years? Mm-hmm. Not even? What, yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to infer is how long, how, how much of a gap was there before she actually yeah. moved on, yeah. you know? Because obviously she wasn't, like... Day one of the transference, and she's like, "Oh, okay." And I'm sure we're gonna dating. find it. We're gonna find out more. Yeah, there's. I mean, obviously, we'll find out more. So now Nate is in. I didn't think that he was gonna go back into Oblivion in this issue. I'm glad he did. I, I would be very gonna... surprised if we didn't see Oblivion in the second issue. Really? I think Third issue? second issue. I'm saying like I would. I. I think it's too early on in the comic for them to do non-Oblivion. To like hold you, to hold us back. Right. I think it'll happen. I, I can totally see them doing yep. like all the characters are great so far. I want to know more, and I wouldn't be that surprised, especially since the beginning of the issue we got a lot of oblivion lot through of, the storytelling, yeah. history. So yeah, he's going through, and he's just like kind of like wandering around. Can we talk about the the best scene? Let's talk about it. He's eating, eating a sandwich. It's this entire page, really. He's eating a sandwich. He's just a, he's got his legs dangling off the the edge of a skyscraper and looking out over oblivion, eating his lunch. 
and a monster, gigantic monster, pops well, this up is, and this is kind of cool. Throws him off his feet. Here, wait, not yet, not yet. So if you zoom in um, through the bigger the bigger panel of him, it's his back, and he's like kind of looking at the the skyscrapers. There's birds flying in the background. Well, yeah, some kind of monster birds. I'm no, sure. I don't think they're monster birds. I think they're real birds. That survived. I don't know. I just kind of like Maybe. that. Maybe. I don't know. That, you know. But Interesting so, topic. Let's go let's, more into let's that. Let's put a pin in it. Oh, oh. There's the pin. Some gigantic fucking smoke-breathing, crazy-ass-looking monster. With a bajillion eyes. With a bajillion eyes and with arms. With a and, and eyes. Little, with a bajillion eyes. <laughs> knocks him off, and we get a cool little... Batman-esque falling off of the side of a building, hitting, you know, a bunch of different... Like, we get a wood. It's not really Batman-esque. We he's, get a ram. Like we get a crack. Screaming. On the, he's like, crap, 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 trying to grab a hold of something. No, I know, but it, it reminded me of Batman falling off of, like... Like, in, in Batman Begins, when he's lit on fire and he jumps out the window, he, he, like, hits the fire escape and then falls and falls and stuff. Right? That happened. That was fucking epic. Yeah. Um, so it ends with him on the ground... And a he bloody hears, mess. And he hears a clack, which I'm assuming is a... It's not... It's not blood. It's just moist. Hmm. It's not moist. him bleeding out. Uh, we get some guy that is holding a gun, and he, he says... He means business. He says, don't move. And he is covered in oblivion mold. Like, yeah, some like kind of Like the guys growth. we saw at the end of the previous issue. Yeah. Right. So... That's the end of the, the second he, issue. He says, don't move. So this was an amazing cliffhanger but more amazing of a cliffhanger was the the next, next on, on. alright so which, let's, which, let's skip on. ahead three pages so we're assuming this is the first page of the yeah. next issue that's safe to assume now that it's been how it's gonna start out yeah yeah so uh, Nate says I'm not here to hurt you please just let me talk and he says you're human and Nate says what else would I be what the fuck does that mean? What does that mean? Let's talk about that. What else? Okay, so let's get the let's get the the you know the easy answer out of the way. Wait, wait, something just fell from the sky. Is this a is this another creature? Like, don't move. Oh, oh, okay, you're human. I don't think it's that though. Nope. I don't think it's that. Nope. No, no, because he's sitting there. He says, so, "Don't move" to a human-shaped human yeah. on the ground yeah. at his feet. That then speaks. And he says, hey, can can we just talk? And he's like, you're human? Yeah. So, what do you guys think? Okay. So, my mind went to there are creatures that mimic human beings and that are intelligent. They're not just, like, creatures, like wild animals. They're actually the intelligent force in the in Oblivion. Um, and then I thought something along the lines of what if when these people were transferred there were somehow like copies of them made mm -hmm. or something like that, that. I like the copy idea or something along those lines, because then that brings us back to that police officer who died. But then again, that's where my mind went too. So like, like, even if, yeah, but he wasn't there, he would have been, he would have disappeared. We don't know how it works though. We don't know if like, what if it's like prestige, not to talk about Christopher Nolan, a movie again, but where God, it's such a good he's, co he's copied over and over again. And he, I don't know, that wasn't really a good, reference yeah. but i don't know uh i also thought mimicking i mm -hmm. thought also um now i know that robert kirkman has another comic book 
ongoing comic book called Outcast that he does about demon possession. It's about more than that. Do you guys know the the season twist? two? No, no, I don't know the no, twist. What's the twist? Okay. I haven't read a lot Spoiler alert. What's the twist? We're not, not going to say know. the twist. Okay. It's actually not in the first so season you're thinking, of the, the so, TV. So you're thinking more of a parasite type thing. I was thinking actually possession. Interesting. Do you think like maybe there or yeah, like a parasite? I think it'd be more parasite because Par- like, yeah. we see all like these some, monsters. I was gonna say like some kind of monster that would in, that would possess you and then is making its way back to Earth. That's what I thought before I read issue two. That was my prediction. Mm-hmm. And then thinking that oh maybe Duncan's not who he says he is. Then after I read issue two, I feel like it didn't really stick as well with. Um, with the Crenshaws, because I feel like they are happy to be there now, um, but I feel like it stuck more with how Duncan acted. Like mm-hmm. we 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 talked. Like I don't know. He's just acting a little weird. I don't know. I feel like we can't trust him. Yeah. Know. Well, the Crenshaws said that's something that we should have talked about more in depth. Was some people don't want to leave, or we didn't want to leave either. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys do? You guys think that knowing what we know now, or what we think now, do you think this scene has anything more to do with it? When Nate is walking the Crenshaws through the museum. All of a sudden, Mr. Crimshaw like stops for a moment, and Patricia like goes up to him and like is checking on him, and uh, Nate says, "I'm sorry, there's a lot to take in at once." And he's holding his chest, saying, well, "We'll be fine. Don't worry about it." Like, it doesn't seem like it seemed like something bothered him. Now, what do you think that was nothing, or is he a, or is he a replicant? Why are they <laughs> acting scared though? Why is Duncan acting so scared when you know what I mean? If if they have a, a a colony of people who don't want to leave oblivion and then they leave and then like, Oh wow. I forgot how good it is out here. Like, do you think that they're maybe brainwashed in oblivion to, I, to try to adapt? I don't think so. Or for oblivion to get them to adapt or something like that. Do you think that I don't I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to continue the conversation with yet another question because I think there's way more happening in oblivion than we think it's, it's more than just a monster filled dimension. Way more, because the thing is, we I don't I don't no go ahead go ahead. I, because the thing that gets me is this page that you're actually at, where they see this creature and they look terrified, like it's the first time they've ever seen something like that, and they've been living in oblivion for ten years. Why are they surprised to see a monster? Like, look at the look on their face. What is that thing? But he said to himself that, that he's here? that they've lived in oblivion, but they've never seen anything like that. Right, but. Like, what I'm what I'm saying is, what if I I have no idea why that reaction affected me the way that it did, but I feel like it's the first time that they've really seen anything, and I don't know why, and I, I don't have they a were prediction. They literally ch- chased by one in the first issue. I don't know. I think that they were. I think that is them just being shocked by the size of it. Like how Duncan was like just freaked out by Bridget touching him. Like just a just a gut reaction yeah, of seeing something was, else. I think he was lost in memories or in his mind. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know if but then was, just, it, was it in this issue or was it in the letters or something where doesn't um, I think it was in the letters column. Um, Kirkman talks about the fact that um, only the city was transported to and from. We haven't seen what Oblivion looks like other than. The city version. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because in Oblivion, it is, it is the city that has become overrun with the mold and the fungus and all the you know, mm-hmm. all the you know growth everywhere. Past that city, past that bubble that teleported, is natural 
Oblivion, right. which we have not seen. And someone is said, it a desert? Is it? Is it? Is it? Well, we have to assume it look. It'll probably look similar to what took its place. I think right? Nate said, or it was a conversation someone was having with Nate that he said no one has ever traveled out of the city. Yeah, like they've never gone that far. Yeah, to find out what's out there. I feel like there's more to this, and mm-hmm. I and I would I would bet a pizza on it that there's a reason they reacted that way to seeing that thing. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. You still owe me a pizza from the Invincible Well, this podcast. pizza would, would, would make that pizza null and void, TJ. Or you could just give me a pizza and then we could bet another pizza. I did. I picked up that pizza that we ate I earlier. I purchased it. Right, but I picked it up. For I, you. I used my gas money and I picked it up. <laughs> yeah, this is this uh, this little nugget of a tease is uh, has me very excited. More so excited than pretty much anything so far because mm-hmm. it, it hints at... Something that I have no idea. I, I really have no idea where this could lead, and that's really exciting to me. It is exciting, and, and it, it, I, I question everything now. Exactly. Like I and question I love that. absolutely everything. Like it could what be, about- it could be so simple as as after, like the next panel in the next issue is, um, that guy saying, "Oh, sorry, there's creatures that mimic humans. We just have to be careful." Yeah, and, and we know right and away. Then it's done. You know what I mean? Or it could be something crazy, like, you know. Yeah, see, if it was a parasite, would he say you're human? He wouldn't even talk. You'd think no, that no, he no. Wouldn't. I'm saying if if it was if if we're thinking of parasites or being possessed or something like that, why would he say yeah. you're you're human? But why would he say that? Give me another scenario. You know what I mean? And still, why would he say you're human? Because they're like, I think there's going to be like mutants, half human, half monster, or something. And maybe he looked human at first, but then he was like, oh, you're all human. Like you're hundred percent. Hey, I don't know. I have I have something that Go ahead, Bill. Um so before we move on since we're still on this page, I really want to talk about the cover for issue 3. Okay. It is a just this guy staring down and there's a giant creature behind him, which is the smoky breath monster mm-hmm. that that knocked him off. And the way that Lorenzo did the gun is yeah. just drawing the barrel hole. Yeah. Like he there is no other outline of a gun it's just a barrel hole and i that's it's so amazing like he like he just he's able to capture simple things and make it look cool and it's it's a very uh again to use the word ominous looking cover because you're staring you're in nate's spot you're looking down the barrel Mm -hmm. because if you're looking down the barrel that's all you're going to see anyways Mm -hmm. so that's a very cool perspective it is a very cool perspective that's Mm -hmm. that's a good word yes Again, very evil looking. All that red and black. Yeah, his face does not look very inviting. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we actually have an email that we talked about earlier that we'll read now. This is from uh, Wyatt, who is the very talented guy who does our intro music for us. Yeah. So, Ryan? All right, so this is, like like TJ said, Wyatt. Uh, Hey, guys, a few thoughts on issue two. I love this artwork. The creatures are awesome, but I'm particularly impressed with how great the smaller human moments look as well. Discovering Lorenzo De Felici through this book has been such a gift. His work, combined with the colors from Annalisa Leone, give every scene such a beautiful but eerie feeling. Eerie is a good word. I don't think we even used that once. We haven't, but we shall. Yeah. Wyatt goes on to say, I also really enjoyed the scenes in the museum, where we got to learn more about the transference and how people responded. Some of it reminded me a bit of the show The Leftovers, which was fantastic. The way Nathan talked about the police officer who died saving others really shed some more light on why he's so driven to go back and rescue people. It seems like he looks up to the heroes. 
I'm really glad we didn't have to wait 20 issues for Nathan to find out, or at least get a hint, that his brother is still alive in oblivion. I hope that's an indication that Kirkman is going to keep the pace moving pretty quickly in this book. Overall, I thought this was a great second issue. I'm still really curious about this world and the characters in it. P.S. Do you think we'll ever see Nathan or other characters travel to another dimension besides Oblivion? I have to assume there's more than just those two that exist. So the so first thing... We talked about that, which is funny. Yeah, so the, the other dimension thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that we had talked about, which would be cool. I don't think it's necessary for a long time, but that's, in my mind, a, a, almost like an issue 50 kind of thing. Unless, mm-hmm. you know... More dimensions? You think issue 50? I mean, I don't think issue 50. I'm thinking right now, I, I have no, no, no idea no. where they're oh, going to yeah, go. I'm saying you think it's going to be long. I think they could go long. I don't know. I still have no idea. Like yeah. We don't know much about this world so far. Right. There still could be so much more. Definitely. Um, but I think that's going to be a big deal if they ever do that. Which, yeah. again, even if they don't, I'm still I'm still enjoying mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I really do like the pace of this. You know. Yeah, that's what I was, one thing I was going to say is... Thanks, like Wyatt. he said, it uh, the first issue was obviously very fast paced. This was very fast paced for issue two, faster than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Well, we got confirmation. We got more story about the transference. We got confirmation. We got back backstory history. Yep of of how he discovered it, which was very quick. Um, but I'm fine with. We don't need a big scientific explanation as to We're why. We're starting to get more into the side characters, even more. Yep, uh, we learned more that it. it Probably is Ed, but I would think it was it would be cool if it wasn't. What makes you think more is... that it's Ed? Why do I think more that it's Ed? Yeah. Because that's... I don't want to say that's obvious, but I feel like that's the net... Like, if you're going to make a quick-paced story... um, I don't know. I just... I, I feel like him finding out that there's a leader there that's called Ed, it's too convenient. It's not coincidence, mm-hmm. you know? But again, I think that that could be Kirkman doing his very typical misdirection, and he'll change it on us. Yeah. Which I think would be cool. I don't know. See, now I don't know. Now I doubt myself. Now it's 50-50 for me because I don't want to be wrong. So another thing I was thinking of, too, is like, I don't want to think this way. I wish I I didn't have it in my mind to go so deep into it. But because we do this podcast and we think about it so deep, so intently, I can't help but think of... Some extreme twist that there could possibly be. What if what if Kirkman killed off Nathan? So quickly. So I think that would be a crazy What if uh Ed at the end of issue one is actually Nathan? <laughs> and this is just another version of him. And it's not his brother. See something crazy. There's yeah. so like many that. crazy things that's that that awesome. could be. But we can't that's put cool any pic- we can't put anything cool. tangible behind that, it. What if that has to do with the fact that it's the Infinity, Infinity logo and the Oblivion Song logo, where it's like, hey, maybe he's just reliving something over and over. Maybe he's he's in a loop. Like the people who died in Philadelphia are also the people who were copied into Oblivion, and that's just other like uh, there could be another Bridget that's in Oblivion. Yeah. Maybe that's why well, they don't want to like go we, back. I feel like out of the hundreds of people that the government saved, they would have found that, though. See, that's another thing we have to remember. How do you know? What if the government is... That's maybe what the, the government's hiding, because the government is nefarious now. Mm. And I didn't think that they were. I don't know. Because we have to assume oh that God, this hundreds is of people blowing. came... We have to assume that hundreds of people came back and that they... Uh, um, that they're living among normal people now and talking. Mm-hmm. Unless some of them didn't come back normal. 
That's my thing. Dun, dun, dun. Fear the return. What's annoying don't is, trust that, the return. is that there that are the already... Preacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's a... TJ, you you said that earlier, and I didn't make that connection until yeah. now. You're right. That preacher don't in the first the issue... Don't trust the return. It was saying. He was, it was foreshadowing. What are you talking about? Oh, in yeah. In the first the issue. That's what I... That, yeah. Oh, yeah. The religious zealot that was outside the wall On saying... On a soapbox saying... Yeah. Don't soapbox? trust the return. Yeah, or know, like don't feel the, or feel the return. I've never stand on a soapbox before. Read yeah. it. Uh, let's see. He says, "Why do we doubt this? We still have remains of the beasts of hell he sent to torment us. Repent, save yourselves before it's too late. Change your ways before he does it again. Most of all, fear the returned. Fear. Why have they been allowed to come back? What deal did they make with the devil? And what kind of evil could they have brought back with them?" Keep in mind that this is the first issue. I feel like that's important. You're right. Yeah. Very cool. Oliver agrees. Oliver's being very loud. So before we before we end this episode, um, I do want to shed some light and talk about um, the, Lorenzo? the yeah Lorenzo De Felici's uh, little paragraph spiel that he wrote here. Um, just the highlights is he t- he talks about him as a younger child and what his motivations were, um, being inspired by, you know, art works from like America um works like what what was it Popeye Charlie Spider-Man. Brown Pink Panther and Spider-Man Yeah the pictures hung above his wall oh, like yeah. he did this was very well written yeah. Another and, and that's fan, the thing fan of comics like he's So he English is his English art. is his second language and if he wrote all of this without any help he is an amazing writer and way better than I am at speaking about stuff <laughs> You're talking about this this whole thing Yeah is, this whole oh, thing I mean I've seen it's not like he's he doesn't know anything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I've seen interviews or heard interviews with him. Like, he's... Right, but I'm just saying, like, being able being able to, like, flow... Certain, it's a very good paragraph or, or, you know, little spiel, and I don't want right. to yeah. get into and read the whole thing. But what I thought was interesting was that they were actually working on this three years ago. Yeah. Three... Yeah. Robert Kirkman... Years ago. I feel like I've been cheated. Ago. I feel like I've been lied to. He you know, talks about you know, how, like, like he had to keep it a secret for so long. And he would just run away. He'd be like, well, people would be like, what are you working on? He'd be like, nothing, and run away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that makes me think of? What does it make you think of, Ryan? We Tell t- us what it thinks. We please. talked to Robert Kirkman on the Invincible podcast, and he issue knew. 50. Not only that, but because, of course, that was already announced at yeah. that point. What is he working on now? Mm. That he obviously is keeping to himself and can't talk about, you know? More Oblivion song? Well, not not only that, but is there a new... He's, he's already he's like 14 issues oh, there's in. Like movie, right. like there's, other, there's other series that he may have already been working on. Like years ago, he was working on this. So yeah, it's interesting. Uh, there is one thing that I want to bring up. Uh, at the end of the of his letter, he, said, he talked about how he had to keep it a secret for a really long time. But uh, then he he wrote when the secret was finally out... He said, while I write this, it's been just three days since Oblivion Song number one hit the shelves. The first reviews are popping up. I read a bunch of your quite enthusiastic messages online. I heard the first fan theories. I saw uh, unpacking videos. Finally, I tasted the long-awaited reaction, and I must thank you because you really filled my heart with joy and relief. I was thinking about that when I read that. And he was writing this three days after the first issue came out. He retweeted us and uh, commented on a joke that we made on the first episode two days after Oblivion Song came out. 
So I'm I sure, like to think that we're a part of that. I'm sure we're lumped well, in. Yeah, I mean, all, we're, yeah. yeah. That's, what, that's what he was saying. Like, listening to the theories and reading all the mm. posts. Lorenzo De Felici awesome. did our logo. Like, we're yeah. like best friends now. We are we're like best friends. literal best friends. What's weird is that we're all best friends here, but I don't like you guys as much as I like my new best friend, Lorenzo. Well, you know, I understand. I get it, too. So when's the next issue, TJ? Do you know? Oh, shit, I don't know. Isn't it at the end of the... What's well, four weeks from right show? now, the 11th. I'm gonna, oh. uh, I'm gonna talk and fill up the white noise. Na, 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 na. Do a little dance. Na, na, na. May 9th. May 9th, which is on the page that we were just on a second well, ago. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> so May 9th. So that Friday, we'll have issue th- or episode three. Oh wait, do we want to talk about the next on? There isn't one with this series. Yeah, it is. Is there? Yeah. Oh wait. No, it's, it's just the one the, that we just talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess I just don't want to stop talking about it because it was so good. Yeah, it was very but good. But keep up the good work, Kirkman, Lorenzo, and Annalisa. Annalisa, because we are super invested. Two and, issues in, and we're loving it. Yeah, I can't wait to see what's more. I get so mad that people know what happens past what we know because they have that. One thing that I want to say, too, thing. is that, I mean, if. We love Invincible, and we've 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 been doing the Invincible podcast for two years, a uh, little over two years now. And I mean, one thing with with the Invincible podcast is that we stay true to our opinion. I don't want this whole podcast to just be about like, oh, we love it, we love it, we love it. The, it's just the fact that we do right now. Like, we it's not this isn't like a fluff podcast. Mm-hmm. If we don't like something, we're gonna say it. But like, we love it's it right very, now. It's so good. It is a very strong two issues that we've read so far. I yeah. don't have any there that's going at a strong enough pace. There's no really boring parts. Like I'm reading every little detail and I think like, a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's like, hey, let's make a comic and Kirkman had the time, the means, the money to sit on a comic and make it right. Take your time, mm-hmm. finish it, you know, and I mean he had been thinking of the story, writing it for way longer mm-hmm. than these past couple of years. Well he well, I mean So it's, it's Lorenzo De Felici was emailed three years ago. Which but, makes me think, how long has Kirkman been working oh, he's, on it? He's talked about it before. Like it's been years. I mean, so I think that. Uh, and it's something that they are taking their time with because three years and they're thirteen issues in. What you have to think about too is that everyone gets better with time, right? We know that with Corey Walker, his art compared to issue one of Invincible to the, the last issue was fucking just outstanding. And it's fun to follow. Ryan, along. Yeah, Ryan Otley's like his growth and, and art and what he's doing in Spider Man, I'm sure, is going to be fantastic. And then you gotta assume, you gotta assume oh, amazing Spider Man, awesome. Um, you have to then assume that Kirkman, like he got all of the little things that he was like invincible. Like we all have problems with Volume One, you know, we all do. And mm-hmm. with Walking Dead, less so. But with this, I think that he's nailed the pacing. Yeah. So far, it's only two issues in. Like we're, we could have very well have an issue, have a problem with issue three or four. But as of right now, I think it's a very strong comic book i think that there's no reason why you'd be listening to this and not have read it that's goofy um uh-huh. but i again can't wait to to do episode three and 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 continue to read and you know it's too difficult to keep the secret so i'm just gonna have to let you guys know robert kirkman emailed me and i'm gonna be uh illustrating his next big thing it's gonna come out in 12 <laughs> I have, years so okay so since we're all <laughs> tj's gonna learn to draw uh in the amount of time so since we're all doing our show and tells now in my pocket and this is this is actually happening right now i actually asked robert kirkman to send me his pinky finger oh, okay. and in my pocket here i don't have it um because that's a lie that is a lie 
But uh, thank you for joining us, guys. You can um, email us at email the us Oblivion at podcast. the Oblivion Podcast at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Is there an echo? Um, you can echo? follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Facebook. We are on iTunes. We are on SoundCloud. We are on anywhere Google you, Play. Anywhere you get your podcast, we should be. And if we're not there, we're everywhere. Email man. us, uh, message us, and let us know, and we'll make sure we're on there. We'll except get it for, to you. Uh, except for Spotify, they're a pain in the butt right now. Um, but someday soon, hopefully. Right. And if you guys have any cool ideas for us to do segments on the podcast, um, since it's still rather new, send us your your ideas, and and we'll see if we can fit it in. All right. Yeah. Until next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye. bye.